You're listening to the No Feeding Tube Show with me, Yvonne McLaren, and we're going to be sharing the vernacular of head and neck cancer treatment. There's a whole new language and life to learn after head and neck cancer treatment, and we'll be cracking open the subtleties of the side effects that treatment affords us as patients. It's the show for patients, carers and medical practitioners to hear from lived experience and my particular passion, food and living your best food life during and after treatment. So if you'd like to be part of the community, I'd encourage you to subscribe to GAG, the newsletter. There'll be a link in the show notes below. But in the meantime, grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Hello there. Thank you for joining me today on today's episode. And today I want to talk about the idiosyncrasies of swallowing after having had head and neck cancer treatment. And what I mean by that is the other day, um, in Australia, we're in autumn going into winter. So we've come out of our actually unusually and unseasonally cooler summer but the other day I went to eat something or drink something which I've been you know eating and drinking without too much trouble and I literally couldn't do it and I thought what is this about and then I realized it was a change in weather Um, so that's what I want to talk about today is um, the idiosyncrasies of swallowing and This kind of dovetails into why I've set up GAG, Eating for Head and Neck Cancer, um, because it's all about the way uh, we communicate to people what's likely to happen to their swallow. And, um, you know, GAG is really a resource for people who have head and neck cancer patients. and I, you know, the, this whole process is very disease focused. It's very scientific. It's not pa- uh, patient focused, as I've discovered, and I'm still discovering. And I'm four years out. So, in developing these episodes for you, I hope that at whatever point you come into this uh, podcast, if you like, uh, will be helpful for you because really I have recorded my journey uh, from the get-go to where I am now which is four years out. Um, So welcome. Eating with head and neck cancer treatment and I talk about uh, in GAG the vernacular and that refers to a particular language that we use and we do have our own language having had the treatment, uh, and in my case, all of the treatment, that is radiation, surgery uh, and chemotherapy. And all three of those things in some way, shape, form or another affect my ability to swallow or eat food. Uh, And... You know, as I'm learning things, I develop this material, hopefully, for you to understand. In layman's terms, I am not by any stretch of the imagination a um, medical practitioner. Uh, 
and I don't pretend to be. I just talk about this from what I've learnt and from my experience and hopefully in doing that and recording this and ensuring that lots of different people are listening to this, you actually pick up some skill around or some, just some information about the way that we learn and manage this process of eating after head and neck cancer treatment. Um, <clears throat> so Gag, I'm going to be working towards um, a slightly different platform in terms of how I'm giving and providing information and providing a platform, if you like, for people to come and listen um, to what I've learned over the years. And in that, uh, that's where those idiosyncrasies come in. And I'm talking about things like cold weather, change of weather, uh, hot weather, whether I've exercised or not, whether or not my mental health is in the right place, what am I focusing on at the moment? Uh, those sorts of things are what I mean by idiosyncrasies. And, you know, I'm always somewhat amused uh, that... When I'm asking for something in a restaurant, uh, yesterday was a classic example. Where was I? I had to um, ask someone, uh, oh, it was about um, getting a um, mug of soup instead of coffee at a coffee shop. And I asked this particular person whether or not I could have uh, not only soup, but the fact that I needed to have it in a particular vessel to drink it. And she kind of looked at me and said, well, well you know, um, we've got this size, this size or this size. And I said, that's great. Can I have that size, but can you not put it in a glass um, you know how they can often give you coffee in a glass without a handle? I find that really hard to drink out of now, notwithstanding the fact that I generally can't hold it because it's either too hot or it's, it's just not the right experience for me anymore. I need it in a big ceramic mug where possible with a handle um, and I actually wanted soup instead of coffee. Anyway, when I kind of mentioned the C word uh, and mentioned that it was head and neck cancer, if you put the head and neck cancer bit in front of the explanation, it piques someone's interest. Uh, and often you can have um, service staff, wherever you are in the world, Australia, you, it's getting better, um, I suspect, um, other places it may not be quite as, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, look, it's just piquing someone's interest, taking interest in you as a customer and these are the reasons why I need it to be addressed like this or, or tasked like this. Um, so those little idiosyncrasies, those are things that I want to talk about so that you as practitioners or you as patients are aware that this is normal. Uh, and I know as we get further and further into our journey, everyone just assumes that everybody knows. They don't. We don't. I don't. I've got to rem remind myself that, ah, 
here's the hot weather coming in or here's the cold weather coming in. I mean, that means that I have to adjust things for this time of year. Um, there are little things that can affect swallowing and, you know, fear. Um, let's not forget that simple fear factor of, oh, I don't feel so comfortable doing this. I don't feel comfortable doing this in public. I don't feel comfortable having that food item Um I've I found a way around that. I acknowledge that I'm fearful of it, but I do it anyway. <laughs> and that's something that I have really learned very early on is to just do it anyway. Um and I'm trying to with gag and this new platform create a platform of what I call expectation. Uh come in and discuss and be involved with this community based on patient experience, not based on science or disease focus. It's based on patient experience, my experience. And I know it's your experience because a lot of you uh, connect with me in various ways, shapes or forms and tell me that this also applies to you. I know because I know you like listening to the stories that I tell because they've applied to you. Um, you know, for those that know that I walked the Camino recently up that coastline, this was a classic example of me managing food um, on the way. And, I, you know, there was a lot of fear there. I had no idea how I was going to get up every day and manage food that I wasn't preparing out of my kitchen. But I did, and I did it well. And I also know that the uh, that climate in Portugal and Spain is very similar to where I'm from, South Australia, very Mediterranean climate. So it didn't even occur to me to think that the weather... I probably was going to manage that okay because that's kind of where I've come from. Now, if it had been minus 14 with a blizzard, I'm not sure how I would have managed that situation. So if you do come from a climate like that, I'd be really interested to hear how you manage your food. Uh, I know that the slightest movement of earache or wind or um, if I'm not feeling comfortable on the side where they... Uh, radiated or had my surgery done I have to manage that process a little bit differently um, so that's today idiosyncrasies around eating and how weather affects uh, my swallow how my mental focal point on that particular day affects my swallow and it's something that we don't talk about so I'd be really interested to hear your story, if you've discovered something that, oh, hang on a minute, that might be why I'm not swallowing particularly well today. So thanks for joining me here today. Um, I hope you've you found something to latch on to there because if you are having a bad day swallowing, um, if you're anything like me, tomorrow's another day, tomorrow's a new place to start um, and try again. If today is not a good day, be gentle on yourself. Eat something that you know you can get down really easily. Um, 
And for me, that's normally really big serve of lemon delicious pudding with a whole heap of cream on it. Um, thanks for joining me here today. Um, as always, continue to eat well and look after yourself and look after someone else. And I hope that something in today's episode has been of use to you. And I look forward to sharing more pearls of wisdom um, as we progress the new platform uh, which will be gag further down the track okay take care everybody and continue to eat well speak soon thank you for listening to the no feeding tube show with Yvonne McLaren I'd love for you to come on over to my supportive Facebook community and share your experiences you can also follow me on Instagram subscribe to gag and or just continue to tune in to the podcast. Don't forget if you get a minute to rate the show, that's always very helpful. Until next time, eat well.